The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So, as you know, my favorite part of the show is the beginning, which is rhyme time. It is clear the supply chain is still broken. If you think it's fixed again, you've misspoken. No one is addressing the problems that we face. It seems that both the Republicans and Democrats are somewhere off in outer space. They keep telling me that they're fixing the kitchen table issues, but I don't think any of them could even find anything that they have done to stop Americans from grabbing tissues. Whether you feed your family or pay your rent, the problem is that both Republicans and Democrats don't have a clue. They're hell-bent. They haven't done a damn thing to help us the America they claim to represent while they play their games and then they wonder why the problems of America, they haven't put a dent. The medical system is still broken as the day it was created. And through the Congress and the Senate, they are lost. Maybe a bill or two they could have created. Not a solution they have come up with. Not a one, I say. It's the Washington game they just play, play, play. There are solutions that could bring, that they could bring to the Senate and Congressional floor and vote on immediately and then vote on good bills some more. But instead, they have not done a thing. Come every four or six years, they come to your door and the bell they do ring. What have you done for me? I would always ask. And the answer to this question, you would think an easy task. But instead, you do get some stuttering and then you get the proverbial muttering. They don't have a clue or an answer for me and you. You're then just an annoyance as you ask them the best of what they could do. They always seem to forget that they represent me and you. Who can we elect who will help this country now? Who has a love for America and understands that China is now eating our chow? No longer can we afford to have elected people who can't think and figure it out. The solution's so simple, not calculus. But they're only worried about increasing their clout. Until we vote them all out and get some sanity in our gov, you might as well wish on a star and let America continue to eat the foxglove. You can't have it both ways. Have your cake and eat it too. This in reality doesn't work, and it's certainly not working for me or for you. But we have not having a seance with dead people floating in and out. It's not that simple. You run a government. But you have to know, what is it all about? I feel that we are not getting, getting our concerns addressed. We, When we got this country, the country was very blessed. We took it this far, and now we've run it aground. Is it at all possible to search all of Washington and no solutions can be found? Then it's time to change the deal that we have with them all. We have to take away their toys and stop having this country fall. They took us for a ride, and this time it has to change. To continue to do the same thing over and over is just completely insane. Don't fall for the rhetoric or some sleek advertising slogans. If they're going to do it to us again, they should at least wear some Trojans. I can't underestimate the the skullduggery that goes on. In Washington, the stench. I'm just so tired of hearing what they say they don't do. I just have to yawn. This is not the way America was set up to run. 
It's the best country ever under the sun. But run by knuckleheads and idiots. I'm sorry they're all alike. We might think of electing someone who can think. Or we as voters should go on strike. We must choose from people who hate America the most. And then say that China is the country who will win. So we'll be the host. No, America, we have to get into gear. Or America will not survive. Not even through this year. For the great uniter Joe Biden is not. He hasn't figured out where he is, but we know where he's not. He is leading from behind again, and that's nowhere to be for long, for almost all his policies for America have this time been all wrong. They said three times a charm, and he finally got elected. They will not erect a statute in his image, as they will tear it down. It will be simply selected. The UN Joe this week did appear, and when he tried to leave the stage, confused he did walk away too far and then near. It looked as if he wasn't sure whether to remain or just go away. Perhaps his staff should have given him tape on the floor, written in big letters, Joe come this way. So his speech at the UN wasn't half bad, but I was waiting for the other half, and when it did not come, I was very sad. No matter how much you spin it, it's the economy that sunk. It's really all just a product of policies from Biden that are really just all junk. Oh yes, just another Democrat. Pelosi's dodging the big question. Should Joe run and face another election? And then we have Janet Yellen, another star of the Biden administration, who said we would have a soft landing on inflation as she thought it was transitory. Another loss for our nation. Pick a bobblehead and ask it a question. Get out your magic ball. You'll have a better selection. You want economic expert people to understand the economy, but it seems like all Joe's experts are better at astronomy. The left is so out of touch with what real people in this country need, and I truly can't believe their insatiable killing of America that they need. If you tear it down, be careful what you wish for. If you destroy the gift we were given, we are still all of us living here. Who, America, we adore. The silent majority needs to rise up and make their thoughts known. For if we don't vote a Republican in, I fear this America opportunity we will have blown. So off we go to the next topic. Now we have to get into the facts on a topic now, if you will allow. So Martha's Vineyard, the sanctuary island, it came face to face with reality. So quickly how that sanctuary island's thoughts became smaller than a pea. As soon as 50 migrants got there, they declared an emergency, as if they had been invaded, as if they were an insurgency. The fastest deportations in our country's history, some selfies and some pictures with the migrants, and off to the military base we did see. They carted them off the island like the snobs that they are. No longer can they claim, come one, come all, from afar. Then they claim this is not what they did. They actually claim they helped the migrants the migrants that they hit. But when we saw it live, and the true fakes that they are, can't claim what you can't do, they just threw them off the island, like they were the original Russian czar. So, we saw the sanctuary cities go back on their word. When the media left, they shipped them out, and they were never to be from heard. NYC, Washington, and more cities you do know. They have signs on their lawns, welcome migrants. But when they get out, 
you must go. So the real problems as they came without a plan. No lawnmowers or leaf blowers in their hand. For if you're not cutting my lawn and blowing my leaves, my sanctuary city and island are closed to you. Our spoken words are all that I hope the media believes. This is a border state problem. They cannot relate. So they sit in their homes and the reality in their minds they have to create. Can't keep them here. I don't want them for real. We can't be caught throwing them out. The media might squeal. Now on to parents' rights. Why is it that you must write down the principles of things that should be just? When things like schools are starting not to make sense, it's not the money, it's not the things they teach. They spare no expense. Find crazies and loons to teach our kids today, and you will be throwing away a generation of Americans. That's what they will say. So get it right and begin to think straight. Our American students, not a moment, they can't wait. So John Kirby the other day said, we're not at war with Russia. That's his claim. Over $40 billion spent from America used against Russia. The statement seems insane. But we're used to hearing statements from the White House that don't make sense. Sometimes you just wish we had back President Trump and Mike Pence. Liz Cheney, I heard, is coming back to our TV. Should have taken a loss and vanished into thin air and listened to her state's plea. But instead, she can't go away. Maybe she thinks she didn't lose, all the Democrats say. But then there's Stacey Adams or Abrams. You'd think by now she had learned twice shy, and then the third time, she'll get burned. But she will deny it. It comes with the turf. Come out in front of the cameras and deny babies even have heartbeats at birth. For when you think the left has gone completely off the rails, they think they catch the wind and make it all over again cross the finish line if they raise up their sails. But try as they must to fool the voters again this time. If they can't fool you, they have no problem committing the crime. So now the Republicans have something called restore, rebuild, renew commitment. They are trying to be adults. I guess it's better than Democrats wash, rinse, repeat and try and get some different results. And once again, crime is still off the charts. Murder, carjackings, robberies, rapes. It's just the crime for starts. Liberal DAs and their bad policies. No cash bail and the like. When will they learn that not prosecuting crimes and criminals is not smart when they strike? It's people's lives that these liberals play with from their liberal experiments that fail. When criminals commit crimes, we must throw them in jail. This government is broken. As Joe says, it's not hyperbole. There is really a simple answer. I'll just give you the key. Change the leaders who don't lead and the ones that don't think. What America needs right now is good policies for energy, foreign policies and inflation for me and for you to do. So just to reiterate, as our interest rates go way up, this romance with the Democrats, America, we have to break up. No time for extremists that they are trying to paint us all. Only problem is that the left is the violent extremists. That's what's said. What a good call. Try walking around the city with a MAGA hat any day, and you'll, and to a beating, you'll be quickly on your way. So when you're asked who are extremists, get your reality straight. The violence is from the left. Run you over with their car, some say. He will skate. He's already out of jail with some silly low bail. So the criminal driver is out already from jail and his life goes on. When the victim's life has been wasted, it's permanently gone. We are America. 
and we are now going in reverse. For such a catastrophe, we did never rehearse. We have to turn the ship around and get back on the path. For when America fails and the world will suffer, will suffer the wrath. Once again, we have come to the end of rhyme time. A little longer today than we could turn topics on a dime. So I will tell you, to have yourself a great week, remember what America stands for, and never, ever be weak. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Mark, uh, I'm amazed every week at what you come up with. and uh, So am I. <laughs> <laughs> and so is Mother. But beyond that, uh, no, uh, you hit so many topics and you hit them so clearly with rhyme time. And, you know, it's, it's beginning to be a thing here at the studio that uh, whatever show we're doing, it's about how things have gone from bad to worse and uh, I would recommend anybody listening that they would tune in to the doctor's lounge Uh, Hal Shears Dr. Hal Shears was on yesterday and uh, did a wonderful job on talking about how medicine is going down the drain and you know we're, we're spoiled I know I'm spoiled I grew up where you know, you had a problem, you called a doctor, and I'm even so old that I can remember the pediatrician coming to the house. And then they. <laughs> Those days are gone. He can't afford the gas. No, that's right. And, uh, so, but you'd call, make an appointment, go right in, and, uh, you know, it was a wonderful system, and we have the best brains in the world, but we're losing it all in pre-med and now in medical schools as Hal pointed out yesterday and what they're graduating and what's coming out of medical schools is not going to be what we grew up with and the the bottom line David is they used to raise the bar in schools yeah they never lowered the bar until now under the guise of equity diversion and inclusion They bring in idiots to medical schools. They bring in idiots to law schools. And I can tell you one thing. When I I went to Cornell, when I took statistics, we had a saying that the professor used to tell you. He used to say, garbage in, garbage out. That's the bottom line. And Mm -hmm. it's funny that you're bringing this to the forefront this week because I one of my topics this week is going to be, I had an experience this week with a client of mine in the Medicare system. And... I was, and I, and I spoke to you during the week because I was so angry. I was, I literally, listen, after 32 years now, I think I'm practicing, it's probably one of the few times that I've really been angry. And the system itself, I'll, I'll explain the basics so people can kind of follow, you know, follow along here because I know the whole story, you don't. So let me give it to you. A gentleman, almost 90 years old, fell, broke his hip. And he had the surgery. They put in a new hip. Amazing surgery. And then you have to go to rehab. For any of you who had surgical implants and whatever, knees or anything like that, you know, you have to get your body back and used to the new prosthetic and and used to the new contraption that they put in. So he's almost 90 years old. He's in the rehab. 
which is, I got to tell you, from the stench of the rehab to you have people who I think really care. I mean, that's the one thing that I can say. Most of the people there care. But then I met a lot of people there who were both nasty and didn't give a rat's butt at all. So here's this gentleman, worked his entire life, okay, and worked hard his entire life, has the Medicare advantage. The only advantage I saw this week was that you get thrown out whenever they say. Here's what happened. He's been in there now for 60 days. They're doing some rehab on him. He's not coming along as much as he wants or as much as he needs to to be self-sufficient. And he's trying. Trust me. He wanted to get the heck out of there the first day he was in there. He's a tough guy. He was not one of these guys who wants to lay there and sit there for weeks and months and months. He wanted out. He wanted to get back to his house. So Medicaid decides, and their third-party administrator and I'll tell you who it is, it was Aetna. Aetna decides, or what I'm told now, because the story gets thicker, I'm told Aetna decided, sorry, you're done with rehab, you need to go home. On Friday, Friday, okay, this is Friday, he gets a notice that they have given it to him, not that he fully understands the notice, and they say, sign here. He has no idea what he's signing. And they say, well, they they stop paying unless you want to pay five hundred dollars a day. You got to get out. They're stopping on Monday. This is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Three days after this ninety-year-old has been there for almost two months, and they're throwing him out in two days. So, I get a call, panicked, from his girlfriend. I'm David. This guy's my new hero. At almost ninety years old, he has a girlfriend. He's my new hero of the month. We should have a... Uh, yes. All right, so I'm going to finish up the story when we get back right after these great messages. Stay tuned. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. Stacey Abrams says yes to defund the police as crime is on the rise in Georgia. This November, say no to Stacey Abrams and cast your vote for Brian Kemp. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And good afternoon. You're back to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, we were talking about the broken healthcare system. Medicare, as they call it. It should be called the killing system. You've heard of the killing fields? This is the killing system. So, as I was telling you, 90-year-old gentleman, two days after spending two months in rehab, is getting thrown out. Now, first of all, these rehab places are so understaffed, it's not even funny. I mean, literally, this gentleman could have passed away for two days, and no one would have known. As his girlfriend shows up at that hospital dutifully, Every single day that he was in the rehab. Every single day. 
So they give him some squish balls to play with, and he starts this, and he says to them, why are you giving me squish balls in my arms? It's my leg that I need my therapy with. So it's just some of the things that go on in these places is so ridiculous. But here's here's where the story gets interesting. In two days, they're throwing him out. So I get this notice. They don't send it to me. No, they give it to him. So I get a copy of it from his girlfriend who takes a picture of it, sends it to me. And then I take this and I'm like, okay, what? I call them up. I speak to the, the social worker who really has no clues. She probably had 300 cases, just zero ability to do anything. She's the social worker. You know, she's as effective as sending, you know, to a murder scene, sending a social worker instead of a cop under the new plan that the Democrats have. But I digress for a second. So I speak to her. Then I speak to a gentleman who is supposedly in charge of this. He's supposed to be running this little place and and this particular issue with discharge. So he says to me, listen, this is what happens. And I'm reading the sheet. There's like four pages they give you. And I says, okay, you can file an appeal. So I call up immediately on his behalf. And I go to file the appeal. And I filed the appeal that Friday a couple hours after I get the documents. Looking it through, going through what I need to do, finding a, a notice, a number for them. Get his, because then you need his medical ID and those are the rest of the stuff. And then there's a form they have to fill out to represent them. So now you have to do that. But they don't really have the capacity. I said to them, do me a favor, fax it here, get it here somehow. So they did comply with that much. I'll give them that much credit. That's where it ends. I filed the appeal. And bing, the weekend goes through. I'm following up. He's getting nervous. He's getting panicky. This is almost a 90-year-old. He's 89-plus years old. And they're doing this to this gentleman. The last thing in the world that I expect America to do is be kicking our elderly around in the health system. But that's exactly what they do. So our great Medicare system. So this gentleman filed the appeal. Monday, he's being discharged. He's out of there at 3 o'clock day. I called the transportation company. Long story short, it is a long story, trust me. They put him in the bus, and they're taking him back to his apartment. Nobody going with him except his girlfriend, who's also up there in age. She can't handle him. She can't pick him up. He's a pretty big guy. Not fat, but he's a tall guy. He's, you know, he's a couple, you know, 100, maybe 25, 130 pounds, right? But he needs somebody to help him, and they're sending him home. And they tell me, and they tell him, oh, somebody's going to call tomorrow, and we're going to set up physical therapy. You know, sorry, but Aetna doesn't want to follow up with you. That's it. They cut you off. And if you want to stay here, it's $475 a day. Obviously, he can't afford that. So now they're sending him home. 3.30, he's in the bus. I get a call from the third-party administrator. The appeal was successful. Wonderful. Guess what happens? He's on his way home already. Well, how'd that happen? Because the system's broken. Now, there are senators in this state. There are senators in every state. There are congressmen in every state. Ask yourselves, what have these bumbling morons that we put in office done to help America? What have they done? You know what I'll tell you? They just did. Joe Biden just gave another $11.6 billion to the U.N., to help some other country. And how about the over $50 billion we sent to Ukraine? Listen, I feel for the Ukrainian people. Don't get me wrong. But we are no longer America's police station. 
We can't even protect our own people from crimes, let alone the health care system. This health care system is so broken, yet every single election system, every station, every person who gets there says, we're going to fix it this time. We're going to fix it this time. And guess what? Nothing happens. Not a darn thing. You know what? I'm being lied to every single election season by both the Republicans and the Democrats. Why? Because they need an issue to run on. How about fixing an issue? How about that? Why don't we try fixing an issue? And that you can run on. So when you ask me for my vote, and Schumer and the other idiot in New York, when they ask me, Gillibrand, when they ask me for the vote, what have you done for the Medicare people? What have you done for our elderly in this country? What have you done to lower my health care rates of almost 1300 a month for a single policy? That's a salary for some people. But guess what? The answer, very simple, nothing. Why? Because what the detachment in Washington is from America is so severe, it's like the Grand Canyon. You can't get over it, except for Evil Knievel tribe. You can't get there from here. You need to do things differently. On an airplane, they always tell you, put your mask on first before you help others. We haven't learned that lesson here in America. What have we done? We've done nothing for America. You've had this for 18 months now. And I'll tell you another thing, and, and not, I'll, I'll blame Joe Biden and I'll blame Donald Trump. But I'll blame Donald Trump for one different reason. Because he was fighting both the Republicans and the Democrats. Joe Biden has the House. He has the Senate. And he's still got nothing done. Nothing. What has he done for me? What has he done for Medicare? What has he done for my client who got tossed out of rehab because the system doesn't work? Let me tell you something. My my theory in this country is real simple. We need to take care of our elderly, like the treasures that they are. Every medical cost for an elderly person should be covered by this government. When you reach that magic age to get onto that Medicare, don't ever tell me that you're not covering something. Don't ever tell me you're not covering a medication that someone needs. You're not there with the patient. The doctor's there with the patient. You got a question with the doctor? Call the doctor. You think the doctor is doing something wrong? Sue him. Sue him for malpractice. So, all right. So at this particular point, I guess I'm gonna we'll take a short break for commercials. I'll calm down a little bit, and then we'll move on to our next topic. Stay tuned. Stacey Abrams wants to be our next governor, but listen to what she had to say about Georgia. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. We are the worst state in the country to live. Abrams will destroy Georgia with her socialist policies. Vote for Brian Kemp. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome to Bite of Reality again with Mark the Shark. So right before the break, I was yelling and screaming at my audience. I'm trying to get a message through to you guys because you guys are the savior of this planet, of this country. Um, you know, there's not an existential threat for climate change. I, I honestly, listen, the climate's changing, yes. Can we do some things? Yes. Can we destroy America in the process? I don't know. To me, that's a really bad idea. But apparently, some of us believe that's a great idea. Destroy America to save the planet. Great idea. Sacrifice. I love it. Well, here's a new plan for you. This is where I want you guys to go. Call up your senator. Call up your congressman. Congressman, whoever it is, and answer the phone. <laughs> what I would say is, who is working on our Medicare system? Who is giving coverage to people in this country? Who is taking care of our elderly? Because you know what? I know you're all out there and you're thinking, well, they're elderly. We're all going to get there someday. We are. I Trust me. I look back and I say, where did it all go? It's gone. I'm on my back nine right now. I'm on the back nine here. But what I'm trying to explain to you guys is become activists. One thing that I always see in this country that I've noticed lately is conservatives are not activists. What does that mean? Conservatives kind of sit in their living room, yell at their TV, scream at the TV. You know, they get upset. They talk to their friends. They yell and scream at each other. But they don't get in the faces of the Democrats who are running this country right now. They don't get in the face of the liberals. Where is that pushback? You're upset? You're pissed off? You're angry the way I am? Let's do something. Somebody come up with a plan. What are we doing? Are we just going to sit back and take it? At some point, we got to push back in this country and start taking care of America. America's on its way down the toilet. That's that flushing noise you hear. That's not the wind. It's the flushing noise because America's going down the drain. I mean, we can't even, in 40 years, we have not taken care of our health care system. Why? Medicare should be top priority for every Democrat and Republican who was elected this season. Every single one of them. What are you doing on Medicare? And don't tell me, well, the other side. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear arguing anymore. I want to hear solving problems. This is what we're doing for you. And America, if you're listening, and I hope you are, if they don't do it, throw them out. That means the Mitch McConnells. That means the Schumers. They're gone. Get rid of them. You're in power not to help yourselves, but to help America. And I just don't see that happening. America has become so polarized under this administration that it makes Trump look like, you know, Gwendolyn the Good Witch. You know, listen, I, I can tell you one thing, and I know many people, including my radical left friends, do not believe that Donald Trump was the guy to run this country. But I got to tell you something. I didn't need to hang out with him to grab a beer or a drink. I needed him to run the country. And his policies were phenomenal. And just think for a second. If the other half of the country, the people who were yelling and screaming and tearing down monuments, helped him do what he wanted to do to get America back, just think how much more he could have gotten done. I don't know. Maybe these people like paying $5 a gallon of gas. You know, people say, oh, what's the big deal? I'll tell you what the big deal is. It's because that $5 gallon of gas 
Now, that gallon of milk that I wanted that was used to be a dollar ninety nine is now five dollars. It's as expensive as gasoline now. Why? Guess what? Milk doesn't magically appear in the supermarket from cows in the back room. No. Yeah, I know that's a big surprise to some liberals. It doesn't. What comes from is farms. And farms are far away from where your little local supermarket is. And they need to truck it in. And they need to bring it there. And they need to produce it. And they need to heat up things. And they need to take care of things. And they need to homogenize the milk. That all uses, come on, you all know the answer, energy. And when energy is triple the cost that it was 18 months ago, guess what? We're not done with this yet. I hear them now saying, eh, well, first it was 8.3% inflation is zero. That's Joe Bidenomics. Joe Bidenomics, man. you got to believe it. Yeah, he did say that. 8.3% inflation is zero. Uh, you know, the guy can't find his way off the stage at the U.N. That was That was really... I gotta tell you, if I'm North Korea, if I'm China, if I'm Russia, I'm sitting there drinking some vodka and laughing. I'm sitting there laughing. Because he can't even find his way off the stage. I mean, that was too disgusting. That was, that was sad. You know, the guy went there, he had a decent speech, but I really was waiting for the other half of it. It seemed like it just kind of stopped without hitting where he needed to go. And it just ended. And everybody went, huh? And then, of course, the, obliter- the obligatory, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for being a leader, huh? Me? What? Yeah, uh, you know, listen, you want to lead something? How about the border? Let's go to the border now. You know, I, I had my Medicare pitch. People, we got to get this health care system under control. And you got to stop lowering, lowering the strategic principles by which people are let into medical school okay you don't let the less qualified in because you they were disadvantaged listen life is tough okay i grew up in a middle class family my father worked seven days a week i was not a high-end kid okay i didn't have a private tutor i didn't go to a private school i went to a public school and guess what i didn't have looney tunes in public schools with pink hair and and ring noses and and jewelry all over their face okay I had people teaching me math reading writing you know it was really simple and social studies they tried to teach me but that listen some things stick some don't but they taught you what you needed to know they didn't teach you what to think they taught you how to think that's the problem wait let me give it to Joe Biden don't teach me what to think teach me how to think how to analyze things, how to stand on my own two feet, how to be productive in a society. Because you know what? When you're productive, you feel better. Maybe all the depression and and the anxiety, and stop giving medications to everybody who looks sideways for a second. Okay? Give them something to do. You got a homeless population, okay? Send them out to clean up the streets. You want to give them a, a guaranteed income? Well, let them do something. No that's not the way they handle things. Well, you know what? Seattle, Portland, good luck to you. California? I think Joe Biden said he wanted to use California as the model for America or uh, his energy secretary, Jennifer Granholm. Good luck with that. Yeah, I would love to have rolling blackouts in four degrees in December. Uh-huh. Thanks very much, but no thanks. I'll keep my fossil fuels and my heat. 
you know, wait till Europe gets hit this summer, or this winter, I should say. Summer's over. My goodness. Last day of summer was uh, two days ago, I think. Anyway, so my border disorder question. Why are we still doing this? And this is the best part. They just reported this week that, that Customs and Border Patrol were given orders to get the invaders out of the facilities that are so overcrowded as fast as possible, they were getting rid of them. They weren't even giving them registration numbers. Guess what that does? They can't track them. They don't know where they went. They don't know if they'll ever be found. Great job, Joe Biden, violating all laws. We have laws in this country that are meant to be enforced. Why are they not enforcing the law? And where are the Republicans? Why are the Republicans not yelling about this every single day? And honestly, why aren't the Democrats yelling about it? Because there are Democrat senators and congresspeople who represent Texas. How are they doing with that? Not too good, it looks like. Now, this week, or this this month, over 2 million of the invaders are here. Wait, let's hear it. Congratulations, America. You've now surpassed a historical level of invasion. So what did we do? Well, nothing. We did nothing. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. But wait a second. I know Dave and you guys are going to say, wait a second, Kamala's in charge of this. Huh. Kamala? She's MIA. She's so out of touch with reality. I don't even know how she finds her way in to her residence every night. It's just some things that you look at and you say to yourself, no, she can't be that ridiculous. Can she? Oh, yes, she can. You know... She talked about immigration and she said the the system was completely devastated by the last administration. They don't even worry right now about talking about things that don't really exist because the media will cover it, whether it's real, not real or anything else. And I only point to this because it's a continuing pattern. It started with the Russia hoax and they got you know, Nobel Prize winning awards and, you know, great reporting. Too bad the reporting was fake. Oh, bummer. What do you mean it was fake? Yes, it was fake. Hello? Anybody paying attention? So if you dress a pig up and put lipstick on it, is it now a stallion? Well, according to Kamala Harris, it is. She has figured out how to put her clothes on and only a pantsuit apparently she can wear. But she has got to be one of the most unintelligent speakers I have ever seen. If you've ever listened to her speak, you probably will need a translator by halfway through because you'll have no clue. She makes Biden look like Einstein. And that's pretty tough to do sometimes. But you know what? You've been in office for 18 months, Kamala. You were the, the border czar, as they say. Too many people coming in. And what's your answer? Oh, well, the, the other guys did it. This is the only administration on the planet that is not responsible for anything, except if it's good. Then they'll take the credit. But anything goes wrong, it was the other guy's fault. The sun was in my eyes. The wind. The grass was too high. I tripped. Everything is a different person's excuse. It's not the way this goes. This is not the way to run a country. You know... Pelosi this week dodged another question. You know, the, the Joe Biden election. Listen, anybody who still thinks Joe Biden is running for re-election should probably buy stock in ice up in the North Pole because that's the same concept because it's not happening. 
your stock's not going up. And neither is Joe Biden running in 2024. The real question is, how many hundreds of Democrats will be running there? But again, you know, Kamala's working on the root cause. Well, guess what? The root cause? You haven't even addressed the problem, let alone the roots of the problem. You can't get there from here. Maybe you should go to the border. Hey, there's a novel idea. Go to the border and talk to the border agents. Nah. Because then the cameras would follow and they'd point it out. So now I just want to jump back in. My, one of my favorite topics this week was Martha's Vineyard. You know, Martha's Vineyard, get off my lawn unless you have a leaf blower and a lawnmower. That's pretty much what we saw this week. It was the, the fastest. I'm telling you, this was absolutely a major emergency. You know, you think about it. The sanctuary city, the sanctuary city island, Martha's Vineyard, okay, called the military to get the migrants out of their community. That's an emergency level. Call the military. Get them out of here. So they took them to the military base and locked them up. Well, so much for the sanctuary city idea, huh? That didn't work out. That kind of worked out like in New York City and Chicago where Lightfoot turned around and, wait a second, ready for this? She bust the migrants out of Chicago and into a GOP suburb. Ooh. You know, I got to tell you, initially I thought Greg Abbott and DeSantis were just pulling stunts. I really did. I thought it was just political, you know, listen, they're trying to gain some points so they send some migrants up. But continuing to do so... I give them a lot of credit. Simply brilliant. Because you know what you've done? You have now exposed the lie. You've now exposed the border disorder. We haven't addressed the problem. We will not address the problem. Okay? And what went on in Martha's Vineyard was hysterical. They literally panicked at Martha's Vineyard. This was 50 people. Texas gets 5,000 a day. When Texas gets 5000 a day, they just handle it. They've been doing that. Mark, you know, the one thing that uh, not only do we have that problem, but nobody's addressing the issue of tomorrow. And tomorrow's hell's going to rain down when all of these immigrants, illegal aliens, or whatever you want to call them, are... All over the country, we have no clue who they are, what they, what diseases they're carrying, and what kind of guns they're carrying. What kind of guns, what kind of diseases, what kind of drugs, what their backgrounds are. The 71 guys who have come in who have committed felony assaults, murders, DWI murders. I mean, this is just ridiculous. And if you think that the terrorists have not infiltrated that southern border... Go back to the root causes, because you're missing the point. But this is the this is what is so bizarre. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in this country. And we've done some really dumb things in the past. We we send these migrants across the country, and we tell them, by the way, you have to report to immigration. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What, what, Are you what, kidding what, me? What is immigrations? Well, that's the, that's the problem. This is not a migration. This is an invasion. Yep. This is a violation of everything that the law requires to be done. We're just doubling down on stupid in this country now. You're right. It, it just doesn't make any sense. This is the same 
kind of progressive dumbness. It, it's the idiocracy of America. It's from doubling down on stupid is not a good plan for America. It's from, like, the same thing with the lack of oil and gas production and pipeline. Now they're trying to get the banks to divest from the oil companies. Why don't you just kill America and get it over with? Just give the final blow. What, what are we waiting for? You know, did, just say, listen, we're done. We're done as a country. Did you this hear is that? This going to be the divided America. Did you hear that idiot Representative Khalib say there should be a run on the banks yesterday? Uh, listen, thank goodness people, uh, some people know she's a complete moron. She's a complete moron. And I could tell you, and I'd say a lot more, but suffice it to say, look at what she does. The people who vote for her can't be that stupid, but yet they keep putting her in office. So good luck with that. You know, it, this is this country is splitting in half. This is going to be the divided United States. It's just not it's not going to work this way because you can't take idiocracy and put it with people who are hardworking. The, the same thing with the loan program. Listen, I didn't take out loans for my kids. OK, I didn't do that. Why? Because I sacrificed myself. For my kids. That's what I did. So here's the next problem. You talked about tomorrow briefly, right? How about the 250,000 unaccompanied minors that have invaded through the border? What do you think that does to a school district? What do you think that does to school taxes? I'm paying almost $17,000 in taxes, real estate taxes for the year. That's That can support a family of four in some places in this country. But not in New York. Nope. We will never run out of money as a government because we just keep taking more from people. But the people are not happy about this. This is going to be something that, you know, they're going to have to deal with. And we better make the right choice come November. I mean, we'll get into election season in a couple of weeks. You know, you got places like Pennsylvania where I can't even understand anyone voting for that moron Fetterman. I mean, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Pennsylvania has huge fracking potential, yet this guy is completely against it. He wants to outlaw fracking. Yeah, why don't we just cut everybody's job out in Pennsylvania so they could suck off the government teat? This is ridiculous. This is this is the point. And listen, I'm gonna I'll bring this up right now because there was a North Dakota man that struck and killed and ran over a kid after a political argument. That was in North Dakota. The guy turned around and said, I thought he was a member of the Republican extremist MAGA crowd, and I thought they were coming to get me. Now, who just said something like that? That's right, Joe Biden. So now, is there blood on Joe Biden's hands? Are we having a January 6th committee? Are we having a September 21st committee? Because Joe Biden incited... This knucklehead in a car to kill somebody because he was a MAGA Republican? Is that where we're at with this country? We really need to get our heads on straight because things like this, you, you can't have, and I was trying to have this discussion with a really liberal individual whose name shall go unmentioned. You can't pick and choose the law the way you want to apply it. Equal application of the law is the basis of the law. After 32 years of being in law, I can tell you that when you do not apply the law equally, you have no laws. 
You have no standard. You have no country. And you have no trust in the system. Why don't you have trust in the system? Because it's broken. But are we fixing it? No. Are we going to fix it? No. Why? Because they love a broken system. And who's they? Washington, D.C., the people you sent there. Yeah, that's the people. Why do they love it? Because then they can do anything they want. They can pick and choose what they want. Yeah, in New York this week, Letitia James filed a lawsuit against Donald Trump and his kids of all people. Talk about politically motivated dogma and dog whistles. Where's Elizabeth Warren with her dog whistle speech now? This little stupid attorney general in New York ran on going after Donald Trump. That's the kind of that's the kind of administrative people you want to put in office? How about the next Republican go, I'm going after Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. That's what we're going to do. You're going to vote for him? No, I'm going to vote for the guy who says, I'm going to look at the law, I'm going to look at if there was a crime, and that's what I'll find. The lawsuit she brought, I can tell you without a doubt after looking at it, is just garbage. It's the same garbage that she ran on. It's the same garbage that comes out of her mouth every day. Okay, She has no idea. She should be disbarred. But yet, you know what? The liberal attorney bar will never go after her. They'll go after the people who defended their homes. Never shot anybody. Should have probably shot people. But when people broke in to private property and they defended themselves by showing their weapons, they disbarred them. And they charged them with a crime. For what? Defending himself? That's the same thing. And, well, according to Joe, <laughs> Jill Biden, Dr. Joe Biden, the bodega, the bodega guy, he sat in Rikers Island for three weeks while our brilliant DA turned around and tried to figure out what happened here. Anybody who saw that tape in 10 seconds after said he defended himself. Huh, nope. Alvin Bragg couldn't figure it out for three weeks. Top priority. Good job, Alvin. And our fantastic governor, Kathy Hochul, please, give me a break. Crime. She knows nothing about crime because she has armed guards around her, like the rest of us don't. The defund the crowd, you know, she's the people. Well, guess what? She could take Alvin Bragg out tomorrow. Has she done that? Nope. Why? Because it's an election year. I can't do anything in an election year. That might anger people. Well, you know what? Maybe you might save somebody's life someday. Because crime in the city is out of control. And then we look at, let, let's take a quick look at while we're on the, the subject of complete out of control. Stacey Abrams, Georgia. And I speak to you as, as a, I spent a lot of time in Georgia as a kid. And I have a lot of family down there and great friends down there. Shout out to my great friends and family out there. But, the other people there, because I know those people are not looking at her as a candidate. What are you thinking? Stacey Abrams? This is this is a woman who is a complete danger to not only Georgia, the planet, but America. She's what we would call in New York a blithering idiot. That's a term of art. She, the other day, just said there was no such thing as a fetal heartbeat at six weeks. I'm sorry. Stacy, maybe in your brain there's no activity. Maybe there's no electrical impulses. How about that? Because we want to talk about facts. The facts of denial. Well, she's very good at that, actually. 
she never conceded the election. She thought the election was stolen from her. She lost the Georgia election and she's running again. She still hasn't conceded from the last time she lost. You guys who want to vote for her are completely destroying yourselves. It, you are akin to the rioters who go out when you're all upset about everything and destroy your own neighborhood. I never understood that. You know, wh- one thing that we never did during COVID and during the riots last summer or two summers ago now, one thing that we never did is we never asked the rioters to stay at home and destroy their own stuff. That's what we should have done. Solve the problem. Stay at home. Destroy your own things. Do what you want. I'm telling you from an outsider looking in, and this other guy, Warnock, you have running there, my God, people, stop listening to the advertising. Look at what he does. Look at what he did. Herschel Walker's 100% better. You know, and, and Mitch McConnell, keep your mouth shut, dude. Do something. Stop just blubbering garbage out of your mouth. You know, there, there seems to be a disconnect from Washington to reality to what America needs. And America needs help right now. We're in trouble. We don't need people like Stacey Abrams. She's gone off the deep end. She's away from reality. She doesn't, she's out of touch with reality. I would like to blame it on drugs, but I don't think she does drugs. Maybe if she did, she'd have a clearer view of the reality that we're all living in. Everybody else. Keep telling me, oh, it's transitory inflation. Oh, it's this, it's that. Listen, I got a $500 electric bill. 561, I'm sorry. $561 electric bill for a month. Last year, my electric bill was 270 somewhere around there. So what happened? Hey, Biden administration. She cut off the oil pipelines, cut off oil and gas. No problem there. We're going to make magic energy. I saw in the store the other day magic poop marshmallows in a bag. Yes. And you wonder why our children are lost. You know, if I would have brought something like that home, my father would have taken it and said, are you an idiot? And thrown it in the garbage. You know, we used to we used to never, never want to eat poop. Now, they actually package it and give it to the kids. And we wonder why we're having trouble in America. You know, You need to be able to do things in America. You need to be able to go forward. No one ever asks Stacey Adams what she believes in and and hold your tongue, what she's going to say next. Because, honestly, nobody's ever going to question her. And I'll tell you, going back to that North Dakota case where that knucklehead ran over that kid and killed him, he's out of jail already. He was bailed out, $50,000. Thanks very much for killing somebody. I got to get back to my family. Sorry, Judge. I just killed a guy. Can I get out? And the judge said, yeah, no problem. Go. The problem is the system is broken and no one is addressing the problems. You cannot let criminals out and go free to commit more crimes. This guy killed somebody. He reported it himself. The evidence at the scene is being collected. He's guilty. What are you going to give him? Nothing? So why isn't he in jail now? Why? You know, this week, of all weeks, I saw things in this country I never thought I'd see. A guy who killed somebody in his car purposefully told the judge, listen, I got a life to get back to, judge. I got to get out of here. And the judge let him out. Maybe this country needs to take an introspective look at itself. 
the next time you go out and vote, you need to really look at things differently. Stop giving money away to everywhere in America and everywhere in the world. Start taking care of our elderly. Start taking care of we the people. Because people like Stacey Abrams and the like, they're dangerous to America. They're dangerous to what America stands for. Don't believe the hype. And you know what? You need police. You need more police and you need to arm the police. Because if you've been in New York City lately, if you don't have a flak jack and a bulletproof vest and a gun and a bulletproof window on your car, you're in trouble. So they made Times Square a gun-free zone. Brilliant idea. How'd that work out in a lot of gun-free zones? Like schools. Yeah, we forgot about Vivaldi, didn't we? America, you listen to this show because you want to get something about reality. And I'm telling you, you need to make better choices. You need to figure it out, just like I do every week for you. I bring it to you, and I bring it to you real. Biden at the U.N. this week, it was scary. That should scare all of us. You know what? Bring back the guy who knows what he's doing. Bring back the guy you may not have liked him, but his policies were great. You don't have to like him to make sure that he's back in office. Whether or not he runs, I don't know. But I'll tell you, if he does, I'm there. Because I can't take any more Bidens. So I want to thank you all for listening again this week and taking the time out of your schedule and your busy schedule to listen to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Stay tuned for everything else that comes on America's Web Radio. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.